Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back here to another episode of the Tradie Business School podcast, the only podcast you need to listen to to learn how to grow and scale your business profitably with systems and processes that allow you to build an asset rather than a ongoing liability. Today, I'm joined with uh, my partner in crime being uh, Brian Santos. Uh, welcome to the podcast, Brian. Boys boys running the show today. It's good to uh, to have a bit of a bro down. Hey, Adam. <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you all? Nice to be here. Excellent. Excellent. Now, uh, Brian, we've got a, a pretty cool topic today. It's uh, It's a, been a hot topic for both of us. You know, uh, me, when I'm talking to people in strategy sessions, you, when you're talking to people on uh, calls and whatnot, uh, sorry, uh, group calls, trainings, coaching, that sort of thing. Today, we're going to talk about pricing jobs profitably, right? The question I get all the time is, do you teach how to quote? Yes, we do teach how to quote. It's one of the many things we teach. But the way it shows up for different people uh, is, is so variable. Like some of the things that I I hear, and I think you mentioned before, Brian, was I've got my hourly rate sorted. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a quintessential statement that we hear when that means you haven't got your hourly rate sorted and your quoting sorted. So... I mean, what are some of the things that you hear, Brian? Yeah, I mean, let's say, for example, well, in terms of what, what I hear all the time, right, from, from you know, not just trades businesses, but, you know, all, all sorts of businesses, is the importance of quoting or, or pricing their jobs, their projects, or their, you know, the general running of their business to their clients, how to, how to price things properly. It's, a, it's one of, if not the most Important thing to get right in your business because obviously if you if you if you get this bit wrong, everything else could potentially lose you money. In fact, that's often the case, and people uh, I often see that people get stuck or they're they're finding that they're having cash flow issues or they they're working hard. The money's coming in, but there's not enough money in the bank account to pay things on time, or you're still stressed and feel like you yeah. you, know, you have to work harder. I mean, it's it's a common common thing. Yeah. And, and and often it comes down to if you don't have your numbers right right from the beginning, yep. then it kind of trickles down to the rest of your business. And if it yep. trickles down to the rest of your business in a, and becomes a stressful financial situation, often it comes out in your day-to-day sort of life. It affects your family at home and everything like that. I mean, you can't avoid financial stress. So, yeah, that's what I'm like keen to talk about with you today, mate. Yeah, yeah. No, I love it, mate. Um, I, I think... From the discussions that I have, like it really is foundational in building confidence. Like mm-hmm. if you know what you need to be charging, then you've you've got that kind of platform to go and have conversations with people. The biggest thing I think I see for for the clients that I work with is that just when you actually break these numbers down, it freaks them out, right? Mm-hmm. They have these money blocks and those sorts of things around. Going from being in a job where you're earning 25, 30 bucks an hour, 35, 40 bucks an hour, maybe as, as a tradesman, tradesperson, trades lady, whatever it may be, and then going into needing to charge 100, 120, 150 bucks an hour to cover all the costs that come with business, like, you know, changing what you're getting paid or charging what you're getting paid in a job when you go out 
on your own and tripling it just like melts people's brains, you know. So I think, you know, one of the things we talk about and one of the strategies we've we've got is, you know, the 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 calculator that we we give out. We actually give it out for free because it's such a such a fundamental thing, you know. We want people to get into business. We want them to have, you know, confidence in in talking about pricing to people. But I mean I, I think you mentioned it before, you know, the, the biggest problem is that most people are out there quoting blindly without yeah. knowing their numbers, without knowing the true cost of business. And I think that that's the thing. And, you know, maybe we'll give the calculator away at the end of this uh, podcast again. But, uh, mate, I think, I mean, do you see any other problems? I mean, what are the what are the big problems that you see what are the consequences of not having your numbers right like what's the i mean for me i i definitely see the lack of confidence you know mm. people are scared to go out on their own because they don't know how to quote they don't know how to price they don't know what their numbers i mean you, you alluded to some of it before you know it transpires into you know the relationships and stuff at home but yeah. is there anything else that you see yeah i mean see as business owners we're often we often get into business because we're good at what we do. We're a good, you know, technician. We're a good, you know, tradesperson. We're a good builder. We've been trained in that sense. Yeah. But but none of us have really been trained in actually how to do the business side of business, particularly yeah. the numbers side of business, and yeah. particularly the numbers side of quoting and getting that bit right, and not just getting it right, but but like being on top of it so that you. Because as we know, things change. And in this economic environment, things are changing every single month for us, right? Yeah. You're still using the same method of quoting as you have even like three months ago or six months ago, yet alone like 12 months plus ago. Yeah. You could be leaving money on the table. You could actually be losing money on every single job, right? Yeah. Thinking, man, I've just got a big client or I've just got a big job or whatever the case might be. And there's a chunk of money that comes in and you wonder where the hell that goes at the end of the month, at the end of the yeah. you know, next couple of months, whatever it is, often it comes down to you haven't got your money, your, your numbers right. And I know I've just said that <laughs> early in the conversation, but it's the yeah. truth, right? So cash flow, you know, it, and it results in, you know, a, a, I guess a mismanagement or, a, a, you know, of, of your cash situation or your cash flow, right? Yeah. And just wondering where that is. So you touched on um, something before, like an hourly rate. So I, I I get this a lot, Brian. I think I figured out my hourly rate, and you know, of my guys and the, you know, and and then I'm going to kind of reverse engineer it that way, and then I'm going to charge. I'm going to put a margin on that. There's a few things with that that I don't necessarily agree with, right? So first is, like I said, is you know things change very very quickly. So if you're using an average of let's say all of your costs, um, like let's say, and you break it down to an hourly rate. Like that can like things change so that your let's say your hourly rate is forty bucks an hour it's going to cost you so I'm going to put a margin and you know make it sixty bucks an hour you don't you may not even consider that that forty bucks costs you has reached like forty nine fifty bucks an hour and then you've yeah. quoted at sixty bucks an hour things change right yeah yeah I mean everything like I mean the the interest rates are changing right the cost of living and then, and I think this is an important point right because yes for your costs they're going to increase, but for your employees, their costs increase too. So if yeah. you can stay ahead of the game with yeah. CPI and cost of living and make sure your guys, uh, your teams looked after, 
then yep. that's beneficial for everybody, which means you've got to be doing this stuff basically on at least a quarterly basis right now. Yeah. Actually, that's a really good point because, if again, another thing we often hear is, geez, these guys are asking, you know, I can't compete. Like these guys are getting more money elsewhere or getting offered more money elsewhere. Yeah. Again, if you take it back to your hourly rate, as an example, you might, if you're calculating it based on these costs, you go, oh, man, I can't, I can't pay someone like 50 bucks an hour, yet that's where the market is going. Well, yeah. you know, have you looked at all like all your numbers properly again? Like revisit it properly. It's and it's a little bit of victim stuff as well. Like, oh, these other people, these bigger companies are charging these hourly rates, or or they're paying people hourly rates, right? And instead of asking, you know, like how are they affording that? And how are they affording to pay their employees fifty bucks an hour, for instance, when you're paying them forty? Like everybody's like, oh, you know, people are just, you know, poaching and they're paying above market and they're not making money. And look, they might not be, but you don't know this. But you've got to ask yourself the question, are you squeezing enough out of the money tree? Are you squeezing enough out of it to make sure that your overheads are covered and your employees are well paid? Because that's how, like this then feeds into another podcast about how to retain the stars you know, mm. rather than employees or staff members, you know. So, mm. so you know, we've talked about some consequences, you know, not being able to retain right pe- the right people, you know, constantly chasing cash flow because you're constantly robbing Peter to pay Paul. Mm. And one thing I know you mentioned when we were talking offline is, you know, just this propensity to have to work harder. I've got to work more. I've got to do more hours. But I remember getting into a, a pricing war once um, because I really wanted to to chase this job that was going to look really good on, on our company resume. And then, and then I got to the tender table and we were absolutely getting smashed on price. And I'm like, do I want to be doing 10 to 12 hours a day for the same money I can get doing smaller jobs that don't have that, I guess, wank factor, that kind mm. of overarching you know glossy resume sort of presentation because i'm in business to pay bills and make my life better right when i and this is the same for most people but it was it was lunacy like guy the guys that i was competing with wanted to do 10 and 12 hour days for the same money i was i was earning in eight hour days and i get to be home and spend time with my family so so i think this is the thing you know the contrast of getting this stuff right from a place where it's so diabolically wrong is that you do get to spend more time with your family. Your cash flow consistency improves. The confidence, like I know once I get across my numbers and and I do this exercise so often it's not funny, just Mm -hmm. so I know where money's coming in, money's going out, but also that the numbers I'm charging is correct for obviously being competitive in the market but also, I don't care so much about being competitive in the market because I can go broke staying at home. I don't need to be going out to site and flogging myself to death for 30, 40 bucks an hour when I can stay at home and go broke. Like it just doesn't make you sense. You don't have to be exactly. And you don't have to be to be competitive doesn't mean you have to drop your price. Being competitive no. means like having a difference to your competitor, right? And yeah. relying on price alone. You got to change that. In fact, yeah. it's kind of like a race to the bottom. If that's your oh, competitive, hallelujah, event. hallelujah. Mm. So yeah, no, it's um, 
And and that's the thing, right? Like knowing your numbers in like knowing anything about business, right? They don't teach it at school. And they certainly don't teach it at trade school, like knowing how to understand. I don't even know if they teach how to quote at trade school, right? This is all knowledge that's handed down. But the the thing is, right, the first thing we learn or we learn in society is how do we haggle? How do we bargain? How mm. do we try and like it's the first sure. leverage. It's the first tool we're taught about value, right, or what we perceive value. And this is the thing, like, you, you know, if you're in this situation, please forgive yourself because you you weren't to know any better. But here's the thing, right? With knowledge comes responsibility, right? Now, we're telling you that there's other ways to get higher, higher priced work, higher margins on your work. And that is by understanding the value that you bring first and foremost to the table as an individual the experience that you've got, like uh, there's a saying that I love and there's a whole heap of different stories that go with it. But the saying is you owe me for the years, not for my hours, you know, because it's the knowledge that I bring to the table. And now I work with people and I charge them based on the value that we're going to bring to their business. You know, if I'm going to help somebody increase their business by a million dollars, is it unfair for me to ask for a hundred grand, even if I'm only going to do an hour's work, you know? Now, that doesn't happen too often. I wish it I wish it did, but this is one of those things, understanding your value, understanding the knowledge that you bring to the table, the skills, the knowledge, the experience that you bring to the table puts you in a far different playing field to have conversations based on value, not cost. Absolutely. It's, it's going to cost me $30 an hour, but what am I going to save if I get somebody who's $50 an hour, you know? And that comes back to my point about if you know your hourly rate cost and then you kind of charge based on that, you're missing, you're missing a lot. Yeah. You got to reverse engineer it. Like what is, what is the value really at the end of the day that the client is wanting? And that's your services and all, and all products, right? Yeah. And, um, and if you kind of work it from the other way around, like what's my charge at rate? Then again, you're always competing, um, against other people on price, number one. And, and you just, you're not competing on value. Uh, which yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, look, I think this is a really good, been an amazing conversation, and I think it's worthwhile us offering up the profitable pricing calculator that we do have. So if, I mean, the, and for me, this is one of the big solutions. You know, we, we give it to all of our clients. We say, put your numbers into this, and then we get to work on all the mental blocks, right? Because they're like, oh, my God, Brian, Adam, my hourly rate or my charge out rate has just come out at like $100 an hour and I've been charging 50 or 60 bucks mm. an hour. I can't possibly go to a client, you know, and have that discussion um, yeah. because they're not going to pay it. No, no, you wouldn't pay it. And this is the thing I see all the time, people projecting their money stories out onto their clients and, you know, create, creating their own blocks mentally. It's like I wouldn't pay $100. Well, first and foremost, start paying good money for your tradespeople if you want to be paid good money because you've got to, you know, money's this exchange of energy, right? And I think that that's really important. But, I mean, first and foremost, let's just get your numbers right. Let's get you so you understand that this is the number it should be, not, you know, up here, not down here, because that's we need to make money. Your business needs to be profitable. And this is the thing. Clients want your, yes, they want a good 
rate. They want good value. They want good money. But people will pay based on how you show up, you know. And this is the thing. I see people that are charging bottom dollar. They show up painfully, you know. They don't want to be there for that kind of money and they they do a poor job. The amount of houses I see in the residential industry because they just get smashed, like the, the tradies just get smashed on price. So they just slap it together and hope they don't have to go back and fix it. So everybody out there, I think if you want some help with this stuff, please uh, reach out to us at inquiries at tradiebusinessschool.com. That is E-N-Q-U-I-R-E-S. Brian pointed out to me before, some people spell inquiries with an I. It is with an E for what we do. We might change that email address to make it easier for everyone. But uh, put in the subject line calculator and, uh, you know, put in a bit of text. Let us know uh, what you need help with and uh, and we'll have a chat. You know, don't be scared to have a chat. The, the number one thing I say to everybody, if I could go back and change, uh, would be get help sooner, not later. Um, ask the questions. Be vulnerable. So, uh, yeah. I think that's it. Is there anything you'd like to add to that, Brian? Uh, not really. Um, like, I, this is a really important topic, and um, and it's a, you know, these these podcasts. What we're trying to do is just to to make sure that we're giving value to you guys and gals. Yeah. And so, hopefully, this has been of value to you. And um, yeah, looking forward to chatting with you on the next one. Yeah, and if you want to write in and tell Brian how valuable his information is, he will be more than happy to receive those emails too. So. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thanks for your time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Please do not forget to like, share, subscribe, and uh, and reach out to us uh, via that email before inquiries at tradiebusinessschool.com. And we would love to um, chat to you and, and help you get your profitable pricing right. So uh, thanks, Brian. Appreciate you being here with me today. It's been nice to have a boys session, jam with the jam with you. So I've been looking forward to this for a while and uh, look forward to seeing and hearing from everybody. Take care. Bye.